In case you're wondering, it doesn't work to tell Mark what to do. But this is Sam of MissionMonday.com on the MissionMonday.com podcast. Brought to you by our buddies at Class Intercom, which puts the power of creating social media content in the power, excuse me, in the hands. The power goes in the hands. Those hands belong to the students. And I'm joined by Mark Johnson and his hair Yes. on this podcast. Yes. And, and again, we haven't talked about this since the first one, but for everyone we used to do this podcast, it was one of us shows up with a topic and the other one isn't going to know it until we hit record. And Mark, oh, breaking protocol like nobody's business. Because what did you do? I asked you which one would you like to. Yeah, talk you told about. me that. You told me the two topics, and then you wanted me to choose, even though it's whose turn to come up with it. Don't tell me what. <laughs> I'm not even telling you what to do. I'm just asking a question. And as a matter of fact, it's more than your turn because really, I've dictated the last three podcasts. So, I'm going to go with option one. So, my friend Mark, you don't even remember what your own stinking options are. I think I, I think I know. All right. I'm pretty sure. Mark. Yes. What are we talking about today? We are going to talk about things they never taught you in principal school. Am I right? Yeah, for the record. Um, I mean, am I right? On the that that sounds right, right to me. That sounds right to me. If Mark sounds a little mumbled, he, he is working on these Gardettos well, pretty hard. It's, it's, it's cashews. You like the cashews? Yeah, I'll stop eating them. No, you can keep eating nope. them. That's one of my nope. favorite parts of Ocean's Eleven. Uh, it's, it's a Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. And you know, Fight Club, whenever he was on the phone, he was mm-hmm. always eating something, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I really like cashews. Yeah, everybody got to have their something. Like at 10.30 every morning. Yeah. It roughly. I mean, I'm not going to say it's like... Clockwork. Because I don't believe in time. Yet it exists. You believe in time when somebody is in front of you on a golf course and they're not going as fast as they should. Am I right? So at I am. I am. I am. Hey, by the way, I don't know how how official this is or if he's just a satellite in this, but we've just been joined... By Dr. Jay Dosta, who, if he does jump in on this podcast, I think it'd be his third time ever that I've had Jay on on a podcast, on the original Mission Monday podcast, on NCSA podcast, and now on Mission Monday Redo. So, Mark, who is chowing on his Gardettos, doesn't believe in time unless somebody is on a golf course in front of him not golfing as fast as they should. Jay, what he wants to know is, uh, what did they not teach you in principal school? Oh my gosh, we were just talking yeah. about this. Um, this real evening. quick, while he's before he um, talks, I just want to give a plug out to at Gary V because that is awesome stuff. <laughs> I will I will tag Gary Vaynerchuk on this. Gary won't listen to it. He's got enough no, stuff to do. He's but got, he's got enough to. Gary definitely won't listen to it. Oh if my I god, dump it's so good, right? It's changed how I work. I don't know if it's changed. No, how but you, you work. are the one who kind of got me on Gary V. Yeah, yeah. So and you have been. I've been hustling, following his advice. I've always hustled, but he taught me how to hustle. So, you know, amen. Gary, Gary's podcast is for you. Amen, brother. Uh, anyway. So, Mark, 
You want to talk about what they didn't teach you about in principal yeah. school. And, and you yeah. know, given your eyes and the excitement I'm feeling from Dr. Dostal over here, I, I'm thinking you guys have talked about some things. And when you mentioned this, I've been racking my brain for things that I can actually talk about on the podcast. That loud, Because we all have those holy cow moments. i got to get home and tell somebody about this. And, and you got to tell that one dude you can trust. Because you can't tell anybody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm having... It's taking some work on my brain right now to figure out what I can even talk about that I did not learn in principal school. And I'm even going into superintendent school on this, man. So I'll actually... If you guys want to jump in with what you got, roll with it. Well, thank you. I kind of like... Crashed your Doctor your, pro, your your podcast party here. Oh no, you're always welcome, Jay. You're persona grata. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. We had the Mark and I had this conversation earlier tonight, and I am just floored. Uh, I think you're actually shared on the Google Doc. I don't know if Mark is, but I know our uh, good friend Clint no, yeah. has shared on the Google Doc the list of things of list that, of things you know, that uh, when we finish our administrative career, we need to make sure that we write a book. Yeah. on these particular topics. Mm-hmm. But I share with Mark earlier this evening something that has just it, it continually comes back to me because I'm floored. Uh, this happened in my first semester as an assistant principal in the Omaha metro area. And it totally fits into this whole category of they don't teach you mm-hmm. how to deal with these situations in grad school. Yeah. And I was asked by a dad to call his son down to the office. And in that meeting, dad shared with son for the first time and with me for the first time that upon returning from the holiday break, he would no longer be dad. He would be mom. This is a very contemporary topic, Doctor Dostal. <laughs> it is. Well, I'm gonna. Hey, hey yeah. it's 2017. Well, that's what I'm gonna back up, back up just a little bit. What year was this? Well, I've been eight years in Kearney, and so this was in four years in, uh, in in Omaha. So this was 12 years ago. So this also. I mean, Mark, your original thing is: what did they not teach you in principal school that you needed to know? Really. You could go by this on almost a year-by-year basis. Because what you're talking about right now, I would have went, when I started in my administrative career, didn't learn this in principal school, (laughs) did not learn it. And how I probably would have responded, as opposed to now, if that happened, still didn't learn this in principal school, gosh, the landscape has changed. (laughs) You know? I will say... The risk of losing our Trump contingency for the better. No, but I'm also going to say. Through your cashew chew. <laughs> regardless of if it was 10 years ago or 20 years ago or yeah. 100 years ago, the, the person speaking with Jay mm-hmm. was what you might call a human. Oh, humans being, man. We're in the business of dealing with people. Right, yeah. so... Regardless, That's always the same. Regardless of what their decision was, regardless of what they decided they wanted to do, I mean, the, the, the you know the the statement that they made might might have been a little different than something we might have heard mm-hmm. twenty years ago. 
But the the person making the statement was still a human, mm-hmm. right? And we're still about relationships, yeah. and we're still about respect. So we can always come. We can always we can always listen and make decisions based upon the fact that we know, right? That it's all about relationships. Well, and 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 that that along with the fact that uh, you and you and I, Mark, just came back from a multi-tiered system of supports training at our local ESU, and I was reminded by video. Uh, that was shown at the very beginning of that conference great about video. empathy. And yes. I, I tweeted it out. I, it was just so powerful. In fact, I was actually brought to tears. And, you know, to see a six foot five, 290 pound individual brought to tears over and something like this. And for the record, like this. <laughs> uh, statistically, Jay's tears weigh six pounds each. That's <laughs> well, how big they are. That's true. That's true. But I'm watching that and I'm reminded that. And, and Mark, correct me if I'm wrong here, that the video is all about everybody is going through battles in their own life that you have no idea what they're going through Mm -hmm. because they're not going to vocalize it. And so I hearken back to this, and that's why I brought up the conversation with you. It's always good to to hearken. To have have somebody to hearken, yes, it's a good word. I go back to this situation where I have a young man sophomore in high school who's hearing from his dad for the first time in front of his assistant principal that he's not going to be dad after Thanksgiving or after uh, Christmas break he's going to be mom for the first time and immediately I'm thinking from that kid's perspective his whole world just completely turned upside down. Oh, there's a paradigm shift. <laughs> well, for sure. Forget about the content he's supposed to learn. Yeah. Forget about the essential learner outcomes that he's supposed to pass. Forget about the uh, the graduation requirements that are in front of him. This kid is learning that his dad is going to become a woman after the holiday break. And that's... that's Conjugating <laughs> takes on less of a priority. I think so. Yeah, at that so. point in time. It reminds me of a poem I once heard that says we're all suffering from some condition of being human. It is. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great quote. That's awesome. I, yeah. I just, but I'm, I'm thinking about this, that my level of empathy at that point just skyrocketed because it's no longer about that kid meeting graduation requirements or meeting assessment requirements. It's making sure that that kid understands that he still has people in his life that, that love him and... You know what? Far be it from me to worry about necessarily his attendance and his grades. Let's worry about what things are going to be going on at home. Take care of that stuff first, and then the attendance and grades take care of Absolutely. themselves. Absolutely. Now. Absolutely. And they didn't teach me that in graduate school. You know. For who, sure. Who, you know, they'll, they'll teach you the theory, but they won't teach you the reality. And at that moment, I'm thinking, hmm, what graduate course taught me to sit in on a conversation where a transgender well, even person let's is pretend going to like tell this. me. So in, in school, you know, you, you, you have these textbooks or you have these uh, uh, scenarios. They call them case studies, right? So let's pretend That's like what, yeah. and you, you know, read this case study. And I do wonder now. I would not be surprised. I'm thinking back to some of our case studies, you know, that you and I had with Dr. Nelson uh, and 
Ken. He's a great oh, he's guy. a good dude. I just talked to him at State Ed Conference. I'll ride and die with that guy for life. But the, I mean, if our textbooks are doing their job now, because I'm a little bit removed from my master's program, but Jay's talking about viable case study. Yeah. And at the same time, no way on earth we can predict what eight years from now the viable case study is that we need to have those people looking at. And you know what? Eight, you get your degree eight years down the road, that's just by when you're figuring out how to be a good principal or whatever. So, very interesting. I think yeah. it takes more than eight years. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but, but even I've known people that did. It's not me, but I've known people. Even the case studies, as you, as you read them, you know, and then you try to make decisions on, oh, this is probably what I'd do or this is probably what I'd say. Until you're actually sitting in that room and hearing that actual father saying those words, I mean, you could, you could have logically said, I'll probably say this, but, but when you're sitting there, chances are it's going to be a completely different feeling. It reminds to me... To be honest with you, during that conversation... I didn't have words. Oh, how could you? I'm, right. I'm, well, you I'm didn't have to write a paper about no, it and turn it in. No, I'm trying. No, I'm trying to process. Oh, for process sure. This. And right. it reminds me of <laughs> when I talk to people that don't fight, but think they can fight. I can't tell you the number of guys that I have talked to, like, man, I would be a killer just because there's no give up in me. But that's great. Yeah. But when you're lined up across somebody who's been training 12 years to do this as a full-time job, and they might not have any quit in them either, you know, until you're... People think, I know what I would do in those circumstances when they see them on paper or they talk about them hypothetically. And those exercises are valid and they're worth it. But until it punches you in the face, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm glad you jumped in because I was really kind of struggling, like I said, with what... I would talk about with this and include me on on something. Two things for me, really. Number one, there are so many of those little quirks and tricks and skills that they just don't teach you. I got to play principal today because you guys are state principals conference. My principals are down here. So I had an elementary kiddo, went a little sideways today, got to go down and be elementary principal. One of those things, Mark, you've experienced this. Teacher had evacuated the room because there was some stuff flying around. Uh, teachers are super concerned. So I just like, just walk, just roll. And I just hung out in there. And you know what I did, Mark? Old school trick from my Emerson days. Pulled out my phone, opened up an app that has ambient noise, and I put on whale sounds. <laughs> And I just sat there. It's a great, great idea. And then, like, this kid was, like, on the floor, like, hiding behind guys. Exactly. Hiding behind a desk. And then he's, like, looking up over this desk. And I was like, what are you looking at? And he ducked back down. And, like, two minutes later, he's like, it's a noise. It's whale sounds. Boom, right back down the desk. So when, where, it, where in your, what college classes you learn I didn't. about whale sounds? I yes, didn't. I was going to say. Though, so there's all these things that, you know, and, you know, after I got the kid de-escalated and down to my office for the day, um, I texted my elementary principal and said, hey, you got the relationship with this kid. What do you know? Give me some background. Let me know what works because 
whale sounds just work, but I don't know how much mileage I'm going to get out of that. But, I mean, there's so many, like, quirks you figure out. It's like, oh, this work. And, you know, that was a podcast we did back in the day, and we talked about one of those things. Another one, I love for de-escalation for elementary kids. Anytime with mid-November or later, ask a kid what he wants to be for Halloween, because it throws them. Because they're thinking about next Halloween, whether they want to admit it or not. So, um, those those things you just don't know. Here's the other thing, though. When you were talking about your situation, I mean, you had a comment that was like, hey, this isn't about me. That is a huge thing that I never had a class that was, it's not about you. And here's a class I wish I had because I have not mastered this. There are people who will come to my office and I'm thinking this isn't about you our focus should be on this student or this concern and you're in my office because you're making this all about you I think I've gotten pretty good at about about recognizing when I'm letting it be about me and it shouldn't I can deflect that pretty well I, I have a good mindset for that where I struggle and I never had a class on because I don't know if you guys have ever tried this if you have an agitated person come to your office and you're thinking, well, they're just taking this too personally, and you go, hey, it ain't about you, it's not going to go over well. That's not the good technique. So that's, that's something that I will say on a consistent basis. I don't have the skill set that I wish I did. That Whether parent, student, faculty member, community member, and I just want to be, I want to be able to empathetically convey I get why you're concerned, but man, this just isn't about you. And if we make it about you, we're not going to fix it. That's what I didn't have a class on. That I still need Mark Johnson. I still need a Jay Dostal. That's all I got, Mark. What do you got? You know, I think if you lived your whole life with the uh, mindset, it's not about you. You, you do okay. Sometimes you need to make it about you. I understand that, but in the situations that you're talking about... The, oh, for sure. The, the situations where you can't think, take things personally? You know, like sometimes someone will tell someone what to do, and they'll take it personal, like, you can't tell me what to do. Like Mark Johnson. That's how we started the podcast. Yeah, did you see that, we, see, uh, see that callback? I see what you did there. <laughs> see yeah. that callback? But, but, but honestly, yeah. I mean, if you just go through life and, you, and, and yeah, it's not about... It's not about you, but it's 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 about it's about relationships, the other person. Dare I say, servant leadership? Absolutely, you you would do okay, Mark. I think you'd do okay. And and it, you can read all you want. Like you talked about Jay theory, right? It's the theory and the practice. You can read all about that, all you want about that. But until until you start applying that. And you start living that, you you have no idea what that actually looks like or feels like or or it is in practice, right? Well, the the tough thing the tough thing for me is, and you both know me. My my big thing is own your epic, and you're focusing on yourself. Wait, wait, you said that wrong. Hashtag. Has, sorry, own your epic. hashtag own your epic, and focusing on the choices that you get to make. Mark, man, just. <laughs> Dig into those Gardettos. You, you did that Gardetto all stealthy. I was trying like, to be quiet. You just like that snuck over stealth, there. That was a stealth move. I was but trying dude, to be quiet, you, you, both, you both know this about me, that we, I'm, I'm big into you get to make your choices and how you're going to respond to things and, and that sort of thing. And the difficulty about this topic is that a lot of the 
the issues that are presented to us as principals or superintendent are focusing on other people. And you need to remove yourself from that situation. If a kid exhibits a behavior, or a parent exhibits a behavior, you have to separate yourself from it. Because it's not about you. It's about them and, and their own experiences. But to kind of go back to where I'm looking at from, we all have choices of how we're going to react to those specific situations. And, I mean, it, it kind of goes back to what you were saying, Mark, that, you know, the kids made choices. You kind of need to keep yourself in this nebulous area over here and kind of look at it from afar, and you're really coaching kids or parents or whatever the situation may be to own their epic and teach them how to go down their own path. Hashtag own their epic. <laughs> own their, but, but, but it's true. It's it true. Is, you it know? is, Jay. You know, I, if, if I could go back... 12 years and have that com- and have that conversation with that parent all over again with that kid it would have been I understand that you need to have this conversation with your child about your transition from a male to a female and I understand that that's an important conversation to have so that your child can can cope with it but before you have that conversation, let's look at it from let's try to look at it from the lens of the child who's receiving this message and say, how might they respond to this? And before you actually say the words to them, let's focus, let's let's talk about where this could go. I wasn't equipped as a 32-year-old assistant principal. <laughs> In a large urban school, man, you guys to remember be being able, 32. That was a long <laughs> to time ago. To be able to have that conversation with someone, actually, I, I take that back. 32 is when I became a high school principal. This was 28. Let, let's oh, even go yeah. from as I a 28 year old assistant principal trying to have that conversation with an adult who was quite older than me to coach them through this. And to go back to your original question, what they don't teach you in graduate school, mm-hmm. as a 28-year-old, I don't have that life experience. No. I don't have that. How do you coach somebody who's significantly older than you through a very difficult conversation that ultimately is going to cause a lot of trauma in this student's life? Well, over the I, mean, course I think of just the fact that you said that, you know, that might be the first time that, that the father had... Reveal the information. I mean, so regardless of what the father said, I mean that was a that was a, a pretty significant thing that the father said. But let's say the father said, "I'm divorcing your mother," your mother. Yeah. or "We are we are moving away to another state," or "I just lost my job." What whatever it is, I mean, if that was the first time that the father revealed that right in that room, I mean that's some pretty heavy stuff. And that's stuff that you just can't prepare for. The only thing you can prepare for is, I need to listen to this. I need to. I need to respect these people. I need to, um, you know, try try to try to value what the father's saying. Try to value what the what the what the kid is was is saying and feeling. And, just the, but just and, the fact and, that and might that, was the, that was that was the uh, venue yep. that. But might I add, and do all of that. And not judge. Absolutely. And not judge and not make it about you. Yes. Right? Correct. Because that's what judging would do is make yes. it about you and my values and my opinions are this, so I need to share these things with these people. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I still don't know that we've heard from you. I mean, you've done a great job of being very empathetic to Jay and I and validating what we're talking about. But well, Mark's a pretty empathetic guy. He is. You know? But Mark, but he always cat- consoles me when I hit a bad golf shot. <laughs> Does he ever have people in front of you guys that aren't golfing as fast as they should, and he consoles them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Mark, my cashew-eating, well-haired friend. What did they not teach you in principal school? What do you got? I think for me, it's just the the stuff that kids come up with and do, the behaviors that they show in in school. I I just not like I just had this conversation with a parent. I was suspending their child. And the child had done something that was new to me. I mean, I had not, I mean, hell, I've been in education for 22 years. First time I had experienced this, but I I had to suspend the child. The mom said to me, I bet you, you, you see this stuff all the time. You're probably not surprised by anything is what she said. And I said, on the contrary, every time I think I've seen everything, something new comes Well, up. see, I mean, two or three different things there. I mean, <coughs> if she said, I bet you see this stuff all the time. <laughs> Point of fact, I do not. <laughs> Number two, I bet this doesn't even surprise you. That I could get behind. It's like, ma'am, nothing surprises me anymore. And here's the other thing. How often have we heard somebody say, well, now I've seen it all. I want to punch those people in the throat. You, yeah, you're not you, even close. You will, you will never see it. You will never see it all. It's gonna keep coming. It's gonna keep bringing the thunder at you. Right. That's what's up. So that's my point. Is she? She said that to me, and 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 I was thinking, no, no. Right before your child did this, I also witnessed this. So you're always surprised by stuff, but every every experience that you go through kind of just prepares you for the next experience. Which I kind of want to encapsulate this because... If you learn from it. If you learn from it, because, you know, as we've talked about this, I mean, there, I, I don't think we approached it this way, but when we say, hey, what didn't we learn in principal school? There, there's an undertone of, why didn't you teach us this? And we're not saying... We were ill-equipped or ill-prepared by our programs. I loved my UNK master's program. It was my, of all my educational experiences, it was my favorite. So it's not that. But what I'm hearing from all three of us in some capacities, you know what they don't teach you in principal school, superintendent school, your grad program? Experience. Right. You just can't get it. You got to get out. You got to get out there and get the time in. Right. And everybody's experiences are different. You know, even today, I mean, I had some great conversations today at the state conference. I mean, it was a, it was a great beginning. Principal Rodeo. Principal, Principal Rodeo. Rodeo. Wait. Hashtag, Hashtag Principal Rodeo. Rodeo. It, was, it was one of the best beginnings of a state conference. I think I saw you tweet about it. Yep, because we just got together on topics we wanted to talk about. And so I learned some great things from people that... Um, after that was over and then we moved on to a new topic, I, I talked to some guy and, and he was telling me about his experiences at his school and he asked me about mine. You know, you know that, that it was that, hey, how's your year going? And, 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 and this and, is what I'm saying. So, uh, wait, kids, and, and then plug did you your say, ears. 
And then did you say, well, you should have us come speak? I didn't. That's okay, next time. Carry on, Mark. Kids, plug your ears. Normally when people say, you know, like, hey, how's your year going? I'm like, oh, it's so awesome. I'm living the dream, blah, blah, blah. And my response this year Mm -hmm. is, hey, how's your year going? I I say, pretty shitty. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the way, I guess that's what you got to say sometimes. I'm curious as to whether... What it does our, is our it, good buddy it, Taylor would beat that out. This it be too, but it tunes them in. It does just tune a them little in. bit more. Every time I've said that, it tunes them in just a little bit more yeah. because they're not expecting that. They're expecting great, awesome, everything's wonderful. Yeah, I say that, and they're like, "Oh, what's going on?" So anyway, so I was explaining to this particular uh, fellow some things I've been dealing with. Is it a fellow or a And fella? he goes, uh, he said, "Oh yeah, uh, I don't, I don't have any of that stuff." At my school. So I realized, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't come on so strong to some people. But I also thought everybody's had a different point. Everybody's had a different experience. But you, right? bring, up, you bring up a good point. And I think it's I think it's important for everybody to know that principals, administrators, superintendents are human. And I think that too often we're expected to say... Oh yeah, rah rah! We everything, t- everything is great, and that sort of thing. You know what? Sometimes it's tough. Sometimes it's tough. And we too are suffering from the condition and of being. We are suffering, and as much as our kids may be suffering from trauma or extenuating circumstances that they are going through in their life, adults go through the exact same thing. And so, I appreciate the honesty, and I th- I think that the conversation today was uh, was one of you know what, even in spite. Of the fact that things may be pretty crappy, that there's some positive things that can come out of it. And right. That was that was important. Hey, if everything was great, they wouldn't need us. That's true. That's true. That's what's up. That's true, man. Truth. Hey. Hashtag. Hashtag. So, to wrap it up. Hey, Mark, you want to close up, Sean? Yep. So, to wrap it up, yeah. uh, buy our book. What book is that, Mark? <laughs> to wrap it up, buy your book. <laughs> buy our book and all your problems will go away. Not it happens quite. in the hallways. Not quite. It happens in the hallways. It happens in the hallways. But your life Great will be book. Life will be better. From a, from a, uh, from a second-party source, I will tell you that that book has revolutionized how I principal. Hashtag I principled so hard. Shirt we handed out tonight. I heard about it. Uh, it happens in the hallways is the bomb of a book, and I've read it multiple times. And again, it's affected me dramatically. Follow, uh, follow at Mission underscore Monday. Monday. Right? Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Go to MissionMonday.com. You get all that business there. You can check out the blog. You can check out the podcast. New episodes. You get to hear more. If you add there, you listen to this. Listen to the episode about Mark accidentally killing a cat. <laughs> Yep. Which, I mean, I've that, seen, which I've seen the picture, and it's awesome. If that doesn't, it's awesome sauce. If that doesn't bait you in, I don't know what will. And as always, oh, two other websites we want you to hit up, classintercom.com, because they help us out with all this. And they do a great job, like I said at the beginning, of helping you put the power of social media content in your students' hands. And, Mark, do we like to go speak places? We love to go speak places. Yeah, we do. And if you want to hear Mark and I speak and maybe a more formal setting than what you heard tonight more coherent even dare i say sam but come on but equally entertaining perhaps even more entertaining uh get a hold of our buddies barry and tyler at mid-america speaker bureau and they will handle all the details and make sure you're taken care of and make sure we show up and then we'll make sure we rock that party like a party rocker 
Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Jay, thanks for jumping in, man. It's good to see you. It's great to be with you guys. I always love your podcast. And we hope you're loving it, too.